Thank you so much for listening this week. It's your host, Price Wright. This is Love Unlocked Radio, and I thank you. This is the Friday Flow. and our Friday Flow, we just do things a little bit more free. Uh, today, I'm going to be speaking about a few different things that I think will encourage you, inspire you, and give you something to chew on over the weekend as we head towards and back to our series, Young Love Explored. We're going to be back there on Monday. Saturday and Sunday, we do not post episodes. We take our rest. And then on Sunday, you'll, you can go to YouTube. You can check out uh, the replay from service, or you can join us for service at NewCityChurch.com, uh, New City Church Raytown. You can look it up on the Facebook. Follow us there. Follow me on all my social media. But let's go ahead and j- dive in. The first thing I wrote wrote down for myself this morning was learning to love scheduling. How do we learn to love scheduling? Why should we learn to love scheduling? I've learned that scheduling has truly helped me to navigate my day and not have my mind full of so many different things that cause me to kind of be scatterbrained. There's nothing like being scatterbrained when you really got things that you should be focusing on and things you need to take care of. When you, the more responsibility you have, the more important it is that you make sure you get your day scheduled. If you don't have a lot of responsibility, it's important you learn how to schedule your day. You can see, uh, if you're watching the YouTube, you can see right there where I have uh, a lot of writings in my journal. And you can't see those because I didn't zoom in. But there are times that I have scheduled where I take hour blocks and I say, okay, I'm going to do an hour with this activity. I'm going to do uh, 30 minutes with this activity. I'm going to do an hour and a half with this activity. And, and I've learned that normally it's really hard to have a 30 minute activity because you still have to include setup and tear down time. So I try to give myself an hour for each one of the activities that I'm doing each and every day. And I'm learning to love it because I, I see that I'm getting more done. I'm more focused on the things that I have, uh, I have planned out for the week. And, and that kind of goes into uh, the journaling and the planning, right? I start my weeks every week trying to think through what is it I'm going to be doing this week. Of course, as I've always said, I have plans that go far, far plans that are very short, long-term, extensive goals. But each week I set out to figure out, okay, what do I have planned? What do I need to do? And then I have my daily plans. Like, so before I go to bed, I get back in my journal and I say, all right, what do I want to accomplish tomorrow? Or what new things have been introduced that I need to dive in? The more you love, uh, learn to love journaling, you're going to see your life. Like I said, it's not going to be scatterbrained. You're going to find more consistency in the efforts that you're making to accomplish great things in life. And if I'm speaking to you, I'm imagining you have a desire to do something great. And this is a good time to be thinking through those types of things because it's the first week of the year. We have many uh, goals and ideas and dreams and and not everybody sets resolutions, but this is a time for sharpening. Like for myself, I had many goals last year that I'm going to continue on this year. I'm sharpening some other things. Some things are new. I've put everything down in my journal. Uh, here's, here's just a few of them. The first one is read 24 physical books. I've done a lot of digital books and I'm really good with reading digital books and I can listen to an audio book all day long, but reading physical copies of books and and really uh, practicing and training my eye and keeping my eye conditioned for actually actually reading physical books. It's very important. And it may be like, well, you don't read physical books. Of course, I read the Bible. I read other books that I enjoy reading. I have physical books uh, laying, laying around and posted up even behind me. I got some of my physical books up there that I go through. And so I'm always in physical books. But this is a specific 24 books that are new that I have not read before that I want to dive in. And so I'm working towards that goal. And also in my journal, I have multiple quarters that are broke down and fractions of quarters that are broke down where I give myself a grade. So within 52 days, I'm going to be giving myself a grade about how have I done with my devotional? 
At 341 days, I want to be involved in my devotional on a consistent basis. How am I grading? I'm going to grade myself and I'm going to give myself a very honest grade about how I've done. And so I've been doing this for quite a while and I'm carrying this over from last year. It's something that really went well for me, but this year I want to tighten up and do even better at making sure that I have a consistency with my journaling. And you need to have a consistency with your journaling with your scheduling, with your planning. Man, if you wanna be successful and you want to rise up, successful meaning in this world, there's a particular way that you have to navigate the road that you're traveling. There are just laws, like when you plant, when you when you do grapes, there's a certain way you have to actually set up the, 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 the field, you have to actually put a fence up, you have to let the vines grow. There's a process to actually growing grapes. If you're going to be um, successful in the way of being a manager and managing duties well, because all of us are managing something, I don't care how high up you go, you're managing something and someone is employing you. Even if you have your own business, there's somebody who is employing you to actually carry out that task in that business. And there are those who are on a whole nother level. They're making passive income. They've got inheritance. They, they, they're not, they don't have a business. They have uh, other methods of real estate and things set up where they're investing into people. But either way it goes, we all have clients that we are receiving from or we have investments that are, 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 are we're managing things well everything comes back to how are you managing well I don't care if you're working at Taco Bell or if you're the CEO of a, of a fortune 500 company you must manage well plan well schedule well and so I've learned to love have you learned to love scheduling and planning and then are you having a continued consistency and if you haven't last year's behind us here's a fresh the good thing about the new year is this it's a fresh new year it's a, it's a fresh perspective of like, yeah, I can start from this date. I like to make my new year my birthday, October 26th. And so if you want to send Cash App or any of that, it's send P, right? But I, I love to refresh myself on my birthday and set specific goals. This year, by goal, I'm, I'm on my last chapter of my book, Overloaded, which is going to be released real soon. But I have a goal to have two books fully published by October 26th. That's a goal I'm aggress aggressively seeking, and you'll be able to keep me uh, accountable for it. If you're listening or if you're watching, you come back later and you say, hey, I wonder if he got those books done. And so those are things that I've set down as goals, and I'm navigating those things. And it's going to take every bit of scheduling and planning and managing and being consistent to get to the end of those those goals. And, and I'm not doing anything just randomly. Everything I'm choosing to do is because I believe God has called me to, to, to do those things. I'm really staying focused on, man, what is God's will for my life? His will is for me to make disciples, to teach and preach the gospel, to share the good news, right, with, with others. And so I'm doing that every day. He's giving me gifts that I am using. I have the gift of encouraging others, the gift of preaching and teaching, and those different gifts that I have that I am utilizing. How are you navigating the gifts that God is giving you in your life? Uh, <clears throat> how are you navigating your talents and your skill? And how, do you, how are you managing well everything that's been laid in your lap or the things that you worked hard for? Are you managing those things well? When we manage well, then we receive more responsibility. And when you do well with responsibility, then more responsibility comes. It's just a practical principle of managing things well. If you're finding yourself in positions where you're never managing anything, the question for you is, have you ever decided to step up and accept responsibility for something? Maybe it's time for you to accept responsibility and stop running away from responsibility. Or maybe you say, I really don't want any extra responsibility. Then you cannot expect that you're going to be managing new things, which will bring new income and new resources and new opportunities. It's going to be very hard to do that. Now, mind you, you may have been called to <clears throat> travel as a missionary overseas. You're probably not going to have a lot of financial resources, but if you're managing the things that God is giving you well, I mean, it's a great, I can imagine that you feel amazing inside, that your heart is, is, 
is on fire because you're doing all the things that you believe you've been called to do. There's different fields that you may not be making a lot of money, but you're in your passion and you're loving what you're doing and you're finding other ways to bring in some in income in different ways. So this is not all about income. It's about what you love and what, how are you managing and how have you fallen in love with journaling and scheduling because whether you're a farmer, a construction worker, a, a, a maintenance worker, a CEO, a NBA player, whatever it is, some part of your life needs consistency with journaling and scheduling. And if you already know this, this should be a confirmation to you. Uh, you should know what I'm saying is accurate. And if you do, go ahead and leave a comment uh, to let us know what your thoughts are on this topic. Uh, what small goals did you accomplish this week? If you're journaling and you're being consistent and you're scheduling, or if you didn't, start now. What goals are you setting for next week? What goals did you accomplish for this week? And assess yourself on what you did. For me, I was consistent in everything that I set up doing. Most of my plans that I had, I accomplished them this week. And now my mind is set to, man, let's make sure we take off even stronger in the next week. So what small goals did you accomplish this week? Here's a devotional word that I got that really, really was great to me. Uh, this devotional word was this, um, getting the gospel is like daily showering. This now I'm switching, I'm shifting gears, right? We're going from scheduling and journaling and consistency. We're going from goal accomplishment to our, our devotional. My devotional for this week, my personal devotional, it was, it was speaking about a lot of different things. I have two different devotionals I'm reading from, but one of them said this, and I, I highlighted this line, that getting the gospel is like daily shower, sh taking a shower, showering, right? I can't even say that word right, but <laughs> taking a shower, right? And we do that because we get dirt on us, we get bacteria on us, we get all kinds of things on us in our physical lives. And so we come home, we say, man, let me take a shower before I get in the bed, or at least I hope you take a shower before you get in your bed, if you hope your sheets are clean. But if you, if you are taking a shower every day uh, and you're keeping yourself clean, it's the same thing in mind with the gospel. Like we need it. People say, why are we doing that same thing over and over again? Why every time they preach on Sunday, they talk about Jesus and rising from the grave and his death and resurrection, his burial and his ascension. Why do they talk about that every week? And why do they talk about the fact that he has, um, he's, he's, redeemed us and, and restored us and given us redemption. He's, and he's uh, brought us and, and brought a, made a way for us to come back to our heavenly father and that the wrath of God is now not going to be poured out on us because of what Jesus did. Why in the world do we continue to repeat that? It's because it's like, it's like showering. We need it every day to cleanse us from all the gunk and doubt and disbelief and problems and pain, all those things that hit us all the time. We need the gospel, the good news of Jesus to remind us of what God has done for us and is by his grace, we have received a gift. And so we are assured in the Lord that we are going to get to see him on that great day because he's going to complete the good work he's began in us, right? And that nothing can separate us from his love. And so if you've truly been born again, if you, I mean, that's, that's the point, right? If you've truly been born again, then man, God has done something wonderful for you. It's out of your hands. And we just say, thank you, Lord, for the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Are you going to endure to the end? That, that's the question. Have you truly been born again? Because the one who endures to the end will be saved. So the question I always ask, and I always referred it back to Judas, was, you know, he was right there with Jesus for three years, but he turned out to be, uh, he turned out to, to be a betrayer, like a, a devil. He turned out to be, the, and not only just Judas, I preached the last week that, man, everybody at the table betrayed Jesus in some way because nobody really stood up. Peter stood up, cut off the guy's ear, and then Jesus put it back on. But ultimately, everybody kind of ran from that situation. Nobody was right there with Jesus uh, being persecuted. All that to say uh, that, that that betrayal happened and that we preach that good news, that gospel every day because it's like showering like it's like it's like we need we need the good news of god we need the grace of god to remind us to refresh us as we wake up every day and carry our cry our cross to remind us of what god has done 
for us. And so that, that devotional word really blessed me that you need to treat the gospel like a shower. Remind yourself, refresh yourself. Every time you hear it, every time you're listening to a sermon, they should be in some way giving you the good news of Jesus. Because that's the reason why we preach anyway. Otherwise, you're pretty much listening to a motivational speech. And there's nothing wrong with motivation, but there's, <laughs> there's nothing like the good news of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's called us to do. So what are you working on in yourself? This is the next switch. What are you working on in yourself? You got goals you want to accomplish next week. What are you working on in yourself? What are you getting better at? What are you getting better at? These are all the things I hope uh, really touched you and affect you in the week. Uh, I pray that as you're listening, listening to this, you're encouraged and inspired, challenged, and I hope we sparked something in your mind that will help you to go forward to do great things because we want to see you do great things. I hope that you listen to this and say, man, I didn't think about that. Maybe I need to think about uh, accepting responsibility or journaling or uh, being consistent. Like all those things are going to help you uh, to just to grow in life, especially the way God desires for us to grow. So I hear, here's the word for you. We'll be jumping back into our series, Young Love Explored on Monday, and I'm really looking forward to it. We've got some rich, rich content coming on Monday through Friday next week. So make sure you tune in and jump with us on this series. I think you're going to be blessed by it. All right. And go back and make sure you listen to some of the episodes. If you haven't listened to all the episodes, we got episodes all the way back from 2018 and they are good. I don't, there's nothing on there. I went and deleted because to me, it's all great content material. It is an eternal perspective. And so for me, it lasts always because it's all associated and tied to the Lord. Now, some of the recordings might be a little fishy, but um, some of the equipment has gotten better, but I will say you should go and check out some of the content. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review. If you're on Anchor, I would love for you to leave a message. And there's a good chance if your message adds value to what we're doing on this podcast, I'm going to add it to the podcast. So I'd love for you to do that. Here's the final thing, the very final thing. This is my favorite, the golden rule, the, the rule that Jesus gave, the, the, the point that Jesus made that we hold on to to this day. And this is connected to love. It says, love God with all your heart, your mind, your spirit, right? And love your neighbor as yourself. God bless. This is Price. This is Love Unlocked Radio. Look forward to seeing you on Monday. We've come to the end of this series, and I thank you so much for investing your time into this content, into this material, and I want to challenge you to like, subscribe, and share this content with a friend. If you're a part of our Anchor family, remember, you can leave a message, whether negative or positive, good or bad. You can leave a comment. If it adds value to our show, there's a good chance we will use that content in the future. So go ahead and leave your message now. We thank you so much for being a part of this family. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you on our next series, our next episodes that we have on the podcast. Have a great one. Thank you.